Well, hello, hello, listeners. Welcome back. You're listening to episode number two of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Tenant Mike. And I'm the Landlord, James. And I just want to remind you that this is the only podcast, as far as I know, that asks the question, can a landlord and tenant be friends? And, by the way, yes, Michael did say pod mess. (laughs) You're not hearing things. uh, Do not adjust your iPhone. (laughs) Um, It's like a podcast, but just a little bit messier. So you might want to have a broom or uh, some sort of rag. Or wet wipes. uh, Handy, (laughs) so you can uh, clean up the mess we're about to make in your ears. <laughs> well said. How are you doing, James? I'm uh, quite well, thanks, Michael. Just living the landlord life. <laughs> I guess I could say I'm living the tenant life. Uh, <laughs> um, just in case uh, you forget, uh, we introduced ourselves in the first episode. We might as well do it again. Uh, Why not? So here's my situation. I am a lifelong tenant, currently living in a building in downtown Toronto, and uh, I work at the CN Tower gift shop. I'm loving my life. I'm single. And my landlord happens to be the man sitting across from me. Here he is, James. Uh, Yeah, and a quick intro. I'm uh, James. I'm uh, the landlord. Um, My uh, uncle died, and I didn't even know him. And he basically left me this building, and I just got it. I didn't do anything to get it. I just... uh, Can uh, sorry to interrupt. Can we change places? (laughs) I'd (laughs) love to live your life for a day or even forever. People all over the world wish they could trade places, but no one, no mm. one can. You can't do that. But um, yeah, and um, so now yeah, I just run this building, and I'm very chill and relaxed. And uh, you, know, you know, the only thing I ever inherited from a dead relative. Do you know what that was? <clears throat> no, um, a painting of sort of a winter scene uh, in a forest, and it was we had it appraised. Mm. It wasn't worth anything. Well, you know, different strokes for different folks. My family decided to leave something for the the next generation. Yours didn't, and that's fine. Now you're set for life. Now I'm set for life. Set for life. Um, Um, So this is episode two, mm. um, and I'm feeling excited. I want to correct the mistakes I made in episode one. And I'm really excited to get going. How about you, James? I'm uh, I'm excited too. Uh, Oh, two. Episode two. two. Episode and I said two. T O O. Yeah, no. Um, I think I think we're gonna build on the last episode and have a good one. I was thinking of a joke about how it's our second episode. Um, do you want to hear it? Sure. Uh, now that it's episode two, you could say that we are on our we are in our terrible twos. <laughs> That's funny. Um, like babies, but we're learning to walk and learning to crawl, um, and we're gonna get uh, get better as we go along. So. Um, there was a segment, Michael, we wanted to... Oh, I love segments. What is it? ...to do that is called Building Secrets. Oh, sounds mysterious. I hope we don't um, discover anything uh, too upsetting. Uh, well, me too. Um, yeah. The, uh, the basic idea is we each tell a fun secret we've learned about this crazy building we call home. Why don't you go first, Michael? Sure, I'd love to, James. Um, So here's a building secret. Um, I'm kind of hesitant to tell it because I'm afraid all the other tenants are going to start doing it, but here it is. Uh, I love to sometimes climb up and scuttle up the fire escape to the top of the building. Uh, No one knows about it, but if you go up there and you look south, there's a beautiful view of Lake Ontario, and sometimes I go up there by myself at sunset in the nice weather and I just look at Lake Ontario I take a deep breath and I think gee I'm a lucky guy and it's you know 
No one's ever up there. Only I know about it. And one day I'd love to be able to share that view with someone special to me, maybe a girlfriend or even a wife. But uh, currently it's always just me. So anyway, that's my building secret. <clears throat> Very nice building secret. Thank you. What's your building secret? Uh, my building secret is that um, once a, uh, a pornographic film was filmed in the laundry room. Really? Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Did, uh, did you know about that when, when it happened? Oh, yeah, I let them do it. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's weird. So when would this have been? Oh, man, I don't know, like, six weeks ago? Huh. Yeah. So I remember I tried to, I had two big baskets of laundry... Was it a weekend? Because it was, I remember a Saturday. Yeah. I, w- I took the elevator downstairs so. to the laundry room, had two big baskets of laundry, and I o- tried to open the laundry door and it was locked, and I just heard some, heard some noises in the uh, laundry room. <laughs> that could have been the, the porn film, yeah. It was, I can't even remember the name. It was called, like, I don't know, Bugger or Milf Bug, or I can't remember. Something like, it was like bug. Bug, it was like I think it was themed on a bug's life. What a weird reference. That was so oh, many years that ago. That is a good movie, like... though. Bugs. Is that the one with Woody Allen, or is, uh, is that Ants? I don't remember, but it was um, it's a crazy porn film, anyway. Have you seen it? Has it been released yet? Or um, Yeah, I've seen the rough cut, so mm. I'll let you know when it, get, it drops. I mean, I don't like the idea that that was filmed in the laundry room, but it's, it is exciting to have sort of... Uh, showbiz around so that's true yeah um okay so uh, that's, that's that concludes building secrets that I guess. concludes <laughs> building secrets um yeah. we're going to take a short break and be right back with your guest hola <laughs> welcome back to the landlord and tenant pod mess i am landlord james and i'm tenant mike and uh, we're here with our, our guest for this week's episode. And uh, I'm excited about this week's guest. I don't know ooh. about you, James. I am too. Um, he's a guy. He's a familiar face around the building um, to many tenants, and of course, you hired him. So of course, you know him. So yeah, I'm definitely kind of a kind of a fan. <laughs> um, he is the maintenance man, uh, Jurgen. Hello, Hi. hey Jurgen. Thanks for coming on the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. So. Uh, this is a big deal. Um, can you tell our listeners sort of what, what you do in the building here? Um, I'm the maintenance man, and then also like what I like to do in the building. No, like your job. Like, why did I hire you? Like, would tell them what you do. What maintenance you to do? Yeah, ma- maintenance. Yeah, like you fix things in people's houses, like rooms. Do you? Uh, do you? Do- I swear, I don't do much more than that. Um, so, the name Jürgen, is that German or Norwegian or... Yeah, where the, where the heck is it from, Jürgen? I don't know. <laughs> so, um, I have something you're not going to like to hear, Jürgen. Um, remember a few weeks ago, uh, you came, I had a broken handle on my fridge. It was really bumming me out, because to open it, I had to sort of, it was a huge mess. Oh, Yeah. And you came in, just before I left for work, um, you came in to fix the fridge, and mm-hmm. when I came back about like eight and a half, nine hours later, yeah, you were still in my apartment, mm. and like the fridge, it had been fixed, but you were like sitting on the couch, sort of, and I was very, I was surprised uh, to see you. So yeah. I kind of, I did complain 
to James. Well, it sounds like someone doing a thorough job to me. Yeah, me too. How's the handle on your fridge? Honestly, it's working like a charm, and I really, I do thank you. I appreciate that you fixed it, but um, that's. I I felt a little bit uncomfortable that you were spent like the whole day in my apartment, and plus, did you see the styrofoam container in your fridge? Yeah, I left. Actually, I did. Well, that was a gift for you. It was. It looked half of fish burrito from Burrito Boys. That burrito is has a bigger role in this story because listen, I ate half of that large fish burrito before fixing the handle on your fridge, and you know what? Sometimes when I eat food, I get tired after. So yes. I rested on your couch for a while. But, like, like nine hours. But, yes, maybe. I didn't time it. But when I, when I did leave, I thought enough to leave some of that burrito in your fridge for you because I already can tell that you're a good guy. Now that, to me, like that's what this building does differently than any other friggin' building in the city. We, we, we're honest. Exactly. We are thorough. You know, like um, this we are thorough, and we'll leave get and even leave leaving gifts. For well, ten- you know what? Another gift. It's I all got. about every building can be the same. Blah blah blah. Boring, drab. Welcome to Russia. However you want. What I think uh, uh, is important to live in a building is what is the personality of where you live, and you know what? I kind of add some personality to it. I should have said that in the beginning of my description. Yeah, I do maintenance. And I also add some personality. So there you go. Um, here's the kind of personality that you left, at least in my life. Um, the day after you fixed my fridge, I noticed that I had been charged on iTunes. Uh, someone, the day that my fridge was repaired, ordered the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy on iTunes. That wasn't and me. I got charged. I got charged for it, and I didn't order it. Well, and you said neither did I. I didn't order it. So can you look? Can you honestly look me in the eye and tell me you weren't the one who ordered the Lord of the Rings trilogy off my iTunes account? I swear. I mean, I don't like fantasy movies. Everyone knows that about me in the building. I really do, but I swear still it wasn't me. Well, I don't know. Um, Are there any arborists listening to this podcast? Because I think we need someone to come over and remove the stick out of Mike's ass oh, right co- now I, this is, what is your problem i got charged Look. first of all uh jürgen can you describe the the t-shirt you're wearing right now in our studio in my apartment well this is a t-shirt that i got as a gift years ago for christmas from my mom but gandalf is on it gandalf the wizard from the lord of the rings uh stories and uh, the man in the man in the bush shot JFK and theory this theory that what the hell is your problem? Well, to be perfectly honest, James, not all of us uh, inherited a fortune from their dead uncle so they can just pay for movies willy nilly. You know how much I earned at the CN Tower gift shop, which is not the one on the main floor, but the one underneath the CN Tower. I earned like nine dollars an hour. You work there? Yes. That's cool. Thanks. If you come in sometime, I'd be happy to give you a discount, 15%. That's great. I'll come by sometimes and give you cold, hard cash for the Lord of the Rings movies I bought. All right? 
Sure. That would actually, I'd actually appreciate that. Did you that. hear what I said? I admitted <laughs> I bought them. I heard what you said. And I will give you cash because I think that you're a nice guy now. Well, thanks. I think you're a nice I guy. I was sussing you out. Oh. I suss out every new tenant. I, okay. Well, can I? That's another part of my job description. Now, here's a fun thing I think is worth mentioning, Jurgen. Um, why don't we yeah. tell? Um, why don't we tell the audience what the living setup is? I've I've provided for you because I think it's pretty neat. So I well, neat is one way to describe it. Dot, so dot dot. I don't. Jurgen, Jurgen, I met in interesting situation, right. and Jurgen, um, I, I hired him to be the maintenance man. I don't really pay him too much. I don't really pay him at all. But I've given him a place to live. I get to, to live. live in the basement. Yeah. And so Jurgen lives on in a the... hammock just above a beanbag chair. That's right. Kind of, a, you know, there's like the boiler room and then there's a room next to the boiler room, just sort of an empty concrete yeah. uh, room. And in it's the beside the garbage room. Besides of. the garbage rooms. Yeah. 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 So I let Jurgen lives there, live there for free. By the way, that's why if other tenants are listening, the signs posted that you don't use the garbage chute in between 8 p.m., to 8 a.m. That's because that's when I'm sleeping. So your garbage, when you do disobey those signs, your garbage hitting, uh, going down the chute and hitting in the cans or yeah. whatever, that wakes me up. Yeah, because when nothing nothing ruins a date night, like when you have a, a lady over and <laughs> a bunch of diapers are coming down the chute right next to your head. Or if I don't even have a date, I literally try to, to sleep 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Uh Guys, I just want to interject here, uh, Jurgen. I think that you're being taken advantage of. I can't believe I'm defending you now. But I think hmm? you may be being taken advantage of by James and living in what sounds, quite frankly, like an illegal uh, dwelling. Uh, Michael, why don't you shut up? Jurgen, mm-hmm. do you tell Michael how I treat you? And, and don't you think you owe me? Don't, like, I keep you, I keep you alive, don't I? You're very nice to me, um... Except for if some of your other fancy friends are around, then you pretend that you don't know me. What? Like, oh, when? Is that true? Well, the other day you had a friend show up in a BMW, and he asked you if you had the money from the basketball game. And then I said, hey, boss, and you didn't look at me. And I said, hey, boss, three more times, and you actually looked at me and turned your back to me. Okay, you know what? James, is this true? No, I thought you were saying, hey... Moss, and I thought because that's not even that's not no, even a thing. That it, people is, say. it is. It is. It is. People do say that. Hey, Moss, like Kate Moss. Hey, Moss. So you thought that you thought Jurgen, I saw Kate Moss? Yeah, and was trying to get her attention. Yeah, I thought you know there's Kate a, Moss never comes to Toronto. Yes, she does. And there was a pretty girl behind me, and she was very skinny. And I thought, is that Kate Moss? So I was just confused. I would never ignore you. There's another time, I went down to Ralph's to get a plate of French fries after work. So I can relax, and then you were in there talking to the the Ralph who owns Ralph about money for the basketball game, and then I said, uh, "Hey, boss, there too," maybe five or six times, and I was standing beside you, and you said to Ralph, "I don't know this guy." Can you, James? Guess? Is this true? Okay. The, the other one was a you know I can I guess I. Maybe you thought Kate Moss was there, but this sounds like I was you were beside him. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking okay. you purposely. Ralph was behind him. the. It's like a diner setup, okay? So Ralph was behind the diner by the fridge with all the pops in it, and you were on the other side by the stools, and so was I. 
Okay, now let me explain this one. Jurgen, tell everyone what you were wearing at Ralph's that day. Practically nothing. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Jurgen sometimes walks around with no shirt on, and that's fine. And I encourage that. I'm, you know, I look after Jurgen. I, honest to God, Jurgen, um, so I'm used to Jurgen wearing no shirt, okay? And in this instance, you had a vest on. You said practically nothing. You had a jean vest on. And I got thrown off. I, th- I was like, who is this guy? Who's this guy with a, with a vest? And th- th- that's the truth. I would never, ever deny you. I, like, you need to think of me as the reason that you're being kept alive, okay? And I would never ignore you. And if it wasn't for me, you'd be on the street where I found you. I think this is... What an- about... What about three days ago when you, two days in a row, three and four days ago, my food bag never showed up at my door? Uh, Where were you? Wait, wait. I'm thinking food bag? What's this? Well, that's how, since I don't get paid money, I get food bags every day. James, you pay Jurgen in a, a food bag? I pay Jurgen with a food bag and a place to lay that his weary so, head. That I is so days. demeaning. That's no, so demeaning, not. Jurgen. And uh, I can't believe you put up with this. Uh, you deserve more. He gets more. everything, all the nutrients he needs in that bag. Mike. You get French fries. Mike. Yeah. Mike. Yeah, Jurgen, what? I went two days without a food bag. That is disgusting. That is... James, now that you make me think about it, maybe I, I am being away. treated like a slave. You deserved a food bag every single okay. day. I was away. I was going on a trip um, with my brothers. Well, probably to the Bahamas and or... I forgot. Uh, so, you know so what I, I ended forgot. up eating for the whole two days? Some fisherman's friends that I found on the ground. I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm a human being. But uh, uh, the jury's out on that as far as I'm tell, concerned. Tell, tell Mike the kind of things I put in your food bag. French fries, fish and chips, donuts. I'll put in oats and stuff. Anything, all the nutrients. The first three things you said are just junk food. And that people I need like. to eat. Well, you're That gonna, he likes, No, but there's, junk food is a sometimes food. You can't eat it all the time. And that's why you're going to need to. If, you're, if you are going to pay, you're going to a food bag. And listen to me. Don't interrupt me. You should be giving him oranges, apples, um, water, and some like uh, low, like lean chicken. I go to Costco and I can get a thing of fish and chips for ten bucks. Okay, a big thing of fish and chips. You you want to go to the store and buy ten oranges? Be be no, my guest. Because I'm, I'm not throw it in the, the food bag. I'm not the guy who's con- controlling a man in the basement. Three years ago, I got an orange for Christmas. That's right, you did. A oh, chocolate, a chocolate so once, orange. It's not even a real orange. Yes, it is. It, well, it was. It was just chocolate as well. Here's a question, Jurgen. I noticed that after um, you had spent nine hours in my apartment fixing my fridge door, when you left, you had forgotten to flush the toilet. Oh. So do you just... Where did you, you go got, to the bathroom? You got Jurgened, <laughs> right? <laughs> I ta- yeah, that is so gross. That you got Jurgen. He, he'll do that. I don't pay my rent. What? I don't pay my rent to have oh. your maintenance man leave, uh, like, use my toilet well, without my permission. I really care about the environment, so I don't flush the toilet as much as most North Americans do. So if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, wait till it's fully brown and then flush it. That's right, Jurgen. Jurgen is very European, and as you know, Jurgen, in Europe, you don't flush. So, 
You're happy, aren't you, Jurgen? This is the best life I've ever had. Mm-hmm. But now that I talked to Michael, I realize that maybe I could have better. No. No, you couldn't. Don't listen to James. He's trying to poison your mind and make you feel like you're not human. But look look in my eyes. You are human. Yeah, I know. Okay, Jurgen. Jurgen. Remember when you remember when I met you and you were, you wanted drugs and stuff? Who gave you drugs? You did? Yeah. I'm sitting here hearing all this and thinking, what the heck? You're giving drug you're basically a drug slave. No. Well, no, Wait, it's, I'm not a drug slave. What I am is a maintenance man for the building that gets paid in food bags and drugs. I don't know what to think anymore. Can I tell you about my hammock bed? Yeah, I really want to hear about it because it sounded interesting. So this is one of the nicest things James has ever done. Because you know how a hammock, when it hangs down, your bum just hangs down and swings in the air? Yeah, just inches from the ground, yeah. Well, he put a beanbag underneath that, so while the rest of my body is suspended by the hammock, my bum is touching the beanbag chair. Well, that's, an, that's at least a nice thing. And then if someone Thank comes you. over, I can take the beanbag chair out from underneath the hammock, and that can be their seat, and then I lay in the hammock and we talk. So, do you typically entertain guests or have company over? Because it sounds like, no, no offense, but it sounds like you live in a hellhole. I do have one friend that comes over to the building a lot to visit me. He sits on the beanbag chair, and sometimes he helps me with maintenance. He's my, <clears throat> he's my apprentice, if you will. You may have seen him. His um, name is Tall Paul. Oh yeah, he's that. So he's the tall guy. You're, you're very tall, yeah. very skinny, has very long, thin hair, and no butt. And so he's TP. your apprentice. I call him TP. Yeah, toilet and paper, tall Paul. Does yeah. he also? Do you hire? Did you hire him as well, James? Nah, but uh, no, I pay him. Yeah, yeah. Jurgen pays TP, and I am fine with him delegating like that. That's fine by me. Yeah. So if I don't finish all of my food bag, tall Paul gets some of that. Plus, he also gets drugs. Actually, the other day, tall Paul and I split a joint, and then we went into your apartment. Now, I just want to say... Wait, 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 oh, wait. okay, okay. No, we can't just... All right. Glide over... What did you... What did you guys do in my apartment? I am not cool with this. One, we fixed the handle on your fridge, so you're welcome. Wait, wait, wait. So he came in and watched Lord of the Rings? Just for a bit. Yeah. And two, that's what we also did, watched Lord of the Rings. And three, we looked at your photo albums. That is not okay. Any, any anything embarrassing I'll say. in there? <laughs> so no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Mike uh, has a picture of him and his brother in the bathtub. Uh, they look to be about seven and eight years old. Oh, we're that's kids. too old. And, uh, we're kids. <laughs> that is too old. And they're both uh, using their hands to motion to each other's penis. <laughs> like, it's ta-da. A, it's like an, they're going like, ta-da, it's to a, each other's penis. It's an innocent picture of two brothers having yeah. fun as children. Our parents bathed us together to save money. Two brothers. We didn't who, have a lot. No, uh-huh. we didn't have a lot of money to spend on bath water. Two brothers who practically have a driving license uh, bathing together. Yeah, yeah. Very uh, I don't know where you're from, where an eight-year-old gets a driver's license, but I, I don't want to go there. Guess what? Guess what was behind the photo in the photo album? No, 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 no. What? No. Yeah. What? Two very old cinema tickets to the Last Unicorn. Oh, this is. 
Illegal. So I think you and your brother had a bath before going to see The Last Unicorn together. <laughs> I, I don't have to comment or answer that question at all, but what you need to answer, James, is why the man you've hired to be your maintenance man is breaking into people's apartments and going through their personal possessions. TP and I were so high we couldn't stop laughing. And I just want to say off the top, I don't endorse drugs. I don't do drugs uh, well, it sounds well, like you, no, uh, I, well, you give them to when, when he, just, he just gives them to that's me. That's right. When Jurgen, when I met Jurgen, he did him, so I thought, what's the harm? He's not going to be a Supreme Court judge or something at this point, so who cares? That is so insulting. Whatever. Anyway, next point. Why do I let Jurgen go in all the apartments? Yeah. Why does Apple make you sign a terms of agreement before you join iTunes? I never signed a term of agreement yes, saying that the maintenance man can come root well, through my personal possessions. The reason is because I need to be prepared for any emergency. And if someone is getting, you know, drowning in a bathtub or there's a fire alarm going off, Jurgen needs to be able to get into anywhere to take care of it. That's why Jurgen has a key. I don't know. James, I think you're a bad, you know, person. Hmm. Interesting. Bad, bad landlord, bad person with bad morals and a bad attitude. And you're mean to Jurgen. What about me? Jurgen, I feel like you are being used as a pawn in James's game. And you don't know what's Do going on. You know on. what a pawn is, Jurgen? Um, yeah, from chess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a toy. Exactly. It's and one you, of the and toys. And you like from toys, th- don't you, Jurgen? Yeah. So you're happy about that, aren't you? I can't you? play chess, but I play checkers. Yeah, you're like a checkers piece. James, why are you He's treating fine, him? He's fine, Michael. You're treating him like a child? He you're... is fine. That's all I'm going to say. He doesn't know any better, for Christ's sakes. Look at him. What is this book you're giving me, Michael? The Social Contract by Jean-Jacques Jean- Rousseau. Rousseau. He was a French philosopher, and I think what he wrote in that book... Is going to blow your mind, um, Jurgen. Who gave okay. you? He's gonna. He said, "Man is born. Uh, man is born free. Yet everywhere he's in chains." And I think that description uh, fits you to a T. Living in your garbage hole, get eating from a food bag like you're some sort of caged animal. Jurgen, mm. I will trade you that social contract book for a bathroom reader book. Don't do it, Jurgen. An Uncle John's. Yeah. Don't okay. do okay, it, Jurgen. Don't. Yes. Okay. <laughs> look at this, look. <laughs> no, Jurgen. Well, um, we're going to take a little break here on the Landlord and Tenant pod mess because, quite frankly, I'm I am... I'm going to go read my new book over my bathroom hole in the basement. And I'm about to flip my lid. And welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant pod mess. I am Tenant Mike. And I'm Landlord James. And of course, we're joined by our guest, Jurgen the Maintenance Man. Hello. Uh, the last segment, things got a little out of control. I'd like to apologize to everyone for getting a little hot under the collar. And for that reason, we're going to do a fun segment now um, where we can all just have a nice laugh. And it's sort of a pop culture, popcorn movie spotlight. Uh, we're going to go around and talk about the. How does it work? The last movie the we watched? The last movie you saw and okay. what you loved about it. Okay, this will be interesting. Um, why don't you go first, James? Okay, I-, I will go first. The last movie I saw was a Canadian flick, and it was a comedy. I think it's nice to support Canadian culture. I do as well. Um, and this was uh, like a fun, rompy comedy called uh, 
uh, Where's Me Banana? And um, it's set in a Nova Scotia town of about 300. And uh, yeah, a bunch of uh, Maritimer comedians are in it. And they're all sort of like... Look- I love East Coast mm. culture. Can I just say that? <laughs> I find it... Uh, I, I, I just... It's magical to me. It's a touch of magic, definitely. And there was a touch it's a of... Different, they, it, they, it's a different world out there. They have different customs. They do. They do. Um, it's almost like uh, it's 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 like a fantasy land out there, really. But uh, yeah, so where's me, banana? All these sort of maritimers are running around Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, and uh, they're looking for this magic. The thing. Rock, yeah, the Rock. They call yeah, it. Yeah, not the Sean Connery film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, and they're they're sort of just trying to find this magic banana, and if they do, they sort of can become the prime minister. It's a good one. And uh, my yeah, go ahead. Um, it sounds very funny. Is it funny? It was a blast. It was a riot. And um, my favorite thing about the movie was um, one of the Maritimer uh, comedians, when he finally gets a banana, he goes, My stars, that thing is yellower than I even imagined. And I <laughs> laughed my <laughs> butt off. That is f- so funny. I can't wait to see. Is it still playing? Wait, uh, why did you laugh? Because that's funny, Jurgen. What's funny? Oh, for God's sakes. It's Say the joke again. My stars. That banana is even yellower than I thought. So, yellow, he thought it was I think what's yellow, going on here, Jürgen, is that you're not familiar with East Coast culture, which is something you either, you either understand it or you don't. Or you don't, you yeah. don't. And uh, All of my family is from Belleville. Okay. Well, there you go. That's kind of East. Michael, why don't you give uh, the movie you saw and what you loved about it? Sure. Um, so, so, the movie I, I saw... Um, and just a quick recap, in the first Podmess episode, I revealed that I have never seen a movie before, mm-hmm. which is something that's true about me. I just never got around to it. I was too busy living my life. And so I, uh, what's the term I could use? I lost my movie virginity, I guess. And I watched uh, Witches of Eastwick. Interesting. Loved it. Really? Witches? Cher, Susan... Um, Susan Sarandon, M- Michelle Pfeiffer, yes, mm-hmm. and they're just having mm-hmm. fun. Uh, just some women unsatisfied, then they become uh, witches, and so I was in. Sounds scary, frankly. I was terrified, and I had to watch it over three days. Wow! So what did? Wow! Just you kept turning it off. To I was too, I was having nightmares. Mm-hmm. I would watch the first third, and I was like, I need to relax, and I slept. Called in sick to work, went back to it the next night, watched the next little half, then I couldn't take any more, finished it off, and I loved it. That's fantastic. What was your favorite part? I love when Cher and Susan Sarandon and Michelle Pfeiffer, they, they all be- they become witches and they go, ah, now no one can um, take advantage of us. That's great. Anymore, because we're witches. That's fantastic. Um, Jurgen, last movie you saw? <clears throat> um, I saw all of the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, yeah. oh right, yeah, on my, on my couch. House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and uh, there are witches and wizards in that. Um, what was your favorite uh, favorite part of the Lord of the Rings, uh, Jurgen? Well, I can't. I don't understand what the hell they're talking about. Like I don't know what the movie's about, but I like it when the uh, the guy with the yellow hair surfs down the dinosaur's tail. Was that 
I, I, was that in Lord of the Rings? It's way into it. It's a few hours in, yeah. A guy with a yellow hair surfs down a dinosaur's tail. Around six hours in. Huh. The guy with the yellow hair surfs down a dinosaur's tail. Yeah. So you watched these movies for nine hours and you didn't know what was going on? No. Have you seen it? That seems like a long time to watch something that you don't understand. But the colors and the action is really good. Like, so for example, there's there's a guy, uh, like a kid that has a ring. And it makes, he's fine, but an older man gets mad about it. And so this kid takes his friends and they go through the woods to, the old man wants him to basically get rid of the ring because I think it's magic, it's bad. He's mean. He's a mean old man. Yeah, he's a mean old man to the kids. Um, And the ring is bad and, and so they have to destroy it. And that's what I'm talking about. That's where it begins. Because once they leave their home to go on the journey to get rid of the ring that the man is mad about, that's when you see everything. You see elephants. You see elves. Um, you see crusty old gooey demon men that come out of the fire from the mud. And those guys scare me. There's also... Um, there's also ghost men that ride horses so it's like that there's fire this movie it's like that this movie is making the witches of eastwick look like child's play i am never watching the lord of the rings i'm scared out of my wits right now there's a part where they're inside a mountain and there's lava everywhere and there is a red angry demon man uh trying to hit them with his tail do you think that I need to know why he's there? No. This is fun. Anyway, moving right along, uh, that brings the end of this segment, and uh, that brings the end of our time with Jürgen. Jürgen, thanks so much for doing the podcast. Yeah, Jürgen, thank you so much. It's always interesting to hear about uh, and meet other people from the building. Is there anything you'd like to plug or say before you leave? Um, please... Don't flush things heavier than uh, toilet paper down your toilet. And also, if I leave food in your fridge, it's a gift. I'm not weird. I didn't put acid in it. You can eat it. Okay, we'll be right back after this. This is Jurgen, the maintenance man, and you're listening to Landlord and Tenant Podmas. Well, there we go. Episode two in the can. <laughs> uh, nothing but net. Well said. Um, thanks, everyone, so much for listening to this week's episode. Yeah, and we'd like to, uh, we have an announcement to make. We have joined Twitter. We gave in. <laughs> um, so if you want to follow us or tweet anything at us, you can uh, go to at LT Podmess. That's land- for landlord tenant Podmess. So that's at LT Podmess. Absolutely. And, um, you know, uh, maybe we'll get an email account going soon, too. So we'll see uh, what happens. Let's not uh, get too ambitious here, <laughs> uh, James. <laughs> okay. Well, so thank you very much to Jurgen for joining us. And um, to everyone, I'm James, the landlord, saying goodnight. And I'm Mike, the tenant, saying also goodnight. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.
the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess was created and recorded by your hosts, Michael Balazzo and James Hartnett. Today's special guest was Chris Locke.